It's better to praise than panic. Amen. Amen. We can't worry about health problems. You can't change it. Guess what? Doctors can't change it either. I know it's a disappointment to many, and I'm probably going to get sued by the medical association now because I said they can't do it. You see, only the Lord Jesus Christ can bring about the healing. Doctors have a way of patching things up. See, I look at them as kind of God's little helpers. They, They help patch things up until the Lord makes it new. Amen? Because only God can make it new. It just amazes me what medical science does today. And it is pretty miraculous, I will say. They can take a, these mechanical parts and they stick them in your body and make your body work. It's crazy. I've seen people that have both elbows replaced, both knees replaced, and their hips. They're like the $6 million man. They just keep getting plastic parts. I thought if they ever get in a crash, they'll be in big trouble. Because then they're going to have to replace those plastic parts. Because they'll break. You see, panic only deepens trouble affecting all these areas. When we start worrying about family, when we start saying that, you know, uh, we're worried about this one or that one, you know what we should worry about is the family of God. We should be praying for the family of God to stick it out together. To be praying for one another, to help one another. Problems about our finances. You know what? I don't worry about them anymore. I know my father has a cattle on a thousand hills. Where does my help come from? But the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And see, that's what we forget. I think we start relying on what we need to do and how we need to get it as opposed to where it comes from and how to get it. Our help comes from the Lord. Our provisions are from Him. How can one praise God at a time of panic? Well, I can tell you. By remembering God's love. See, when we remember God's love, we can can start to praise God instead of start panicking. Start worrying about how things are going to happen. You know, Because a lot of people don't want to think about the death of Christ on the cross. Matter of fact, it's better to praise than be a pessimistic. Now, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of pessimistic people. Matter of fact, pessimism is a way of life for some people. Some people are just natural grumblers. You ever met them? Natural grumblers. Fault finding is their thing. They're not, they might go to church, but they're going to find out what's wrong with you. They're going to find out what sin might be in your life, and they're going to help you fix it. Isn't that wonderful? They're going to help you fix it, but you know what? Only Jesus can fix it. You don't have to confess your sins to any priest, any person in your home. 
You need to confess your sins to the Lord Jesus Christ because only He can forgive. Only He can wash them away. Only He can throw them into the sea of forgetfulness never to be remembered again. I know people in your life will remember your past sins. Now, do you remember when so-and-so burnt those hot dogs in that pan? Do you remember so-and-so getting a ticket? They ran stop signs all the time. I saw this one. They said they were witnessing, but they were coming out of a place, uh, you know, they shouldn't be in to begin with. You see, people have minds like elephants. They remember the bad, but they never remember the good. You see, elephants, they forget nothing. And I know a few people in the world that probably should, they're walking around, they should have long trunks. Because they don't forget anything. The good, the bad, and the ugly. They have it down. They have made it a practice to be gripers by choice. You see, pessimism is the opposite of faith. Pessimism is is doubt in action. It says, I don't believe God can. You know... I think we should live by faith. Matter of fact, in Romans, Paul tells us that we should live by faith. For he says, For God is my witness. Whom shall I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son? That without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. I think we should live by faith. Faith in Christ enables us to expect the best. How many got up this morning and expected the best? Excuse me, I can't throw the whole hand up because I had half doubt this morning. I want to go like this. And I'm sure many of us in this room want to go like this. I got up this morning, I had all the faith in the world. Jesus is going to do everything he said that he was going to do for me. All the promises in the word of God he was going to do for me this morning. Everything I expected the Lord Jesus Christ to do, he did this morning. Uh Uh-oh, nobody's in agreement here. Because we know it it didn't happen that way. I would have loved to have got up this morning to about 20 phone calls. Pastor, are you crazy? 20 phone calls? Yes, 20. There's 20 souls I've been praying for for salvation. I would have loved for each one of them to call me this morning and say, I received Jesus as my Savior. I came back to the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I believed in the Lord. Jesus came through for me. I would have loved to have gotten all those phone calls this morning, but I didn't get one. But you know what? I know this. I got up this morning in my own little pity party self that I was having out in the parking lot, and when God got a hold of my heart and began to talk to me, I began to understand this. He has not forgotten me. He has heard my cry. And he has promised me through his word, he's going to answer. Not in my time necessarily, 
but his time. His time is always perfect. Let me just tell you, church, this morning, this not, I don't know where all this is ending up this morning. But just walk, let's just walk together. No matter what you're praying for, or who you're praying for, or what may be going on in your life, I'm telling you this morning, we need to start praising the Lord and start giving him thanks and start honoring him because of the things that he's going to do. Let me just tell you this. There's a big thing in our faith that a lot of us aren't doing. And it's this right here. I want you to watch closely. The word of God says you have to step out in faith. We're not stepping out. We need to start trusting God wholeheartedly. We need to start, stop trying to figure out how we're going to do it and let's let God fix it for us. It's better to praise than to be problem conscious. And that's what we are. That's what we've become. Everyone has problems. Newsflash. Just in case you have not noticed, the world you reside in is not perfect. Newsflash for you. If you thought this was all perfect, because I've heard people say, this is heaven on earth. Oh, Lord, help me. If this is heaven on earth. Because if this is heaven on earth, I don't want to move up. Because I got a lot of problems here. But this is what you need to be ready for. Put your hands together. Because this is going to be an earth-shaking moment for you. People aren't perfect. And because people aren't perfect, our world is not perfect. Why? Because of the fall of man. We're all affected by the fall of man. But the problem is, who are we focusing on? Ask yourself that question yourself. Who am I focusing on this morning? Am I focusing on me and my problems? Or am I focusing on the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who can fix my problems? See, a lot of times I think we get stuck on the focus of self. We get stuck on the focus of how can I get this taken care of? How can I fix this? As a husband, seeing Virginia going through what she's going, I keep saying to myself, how can I fix this? There's no day fixing anything. Only the Lord Jesus can fix it. Does it upset me? Sometimes, very much so. I want to say, okay, Lord, I'm not worrying. I'm not worrying. I'm trusting you. But when do you think you might show up? That's how we react. Come on, be honest with yourselves. That's how we react. We get in a crisis situation, and then we start asking the Lord, okay, Lord, I'm trusting you, but when do you think you're going to get here? Lazarus was in the tomb four days. 
You see, after the fourth day, they considered the spirit was gone from the body. There was no chance of resurrection. Jesus shows up when? Right on time. When the spirit was supposed to be gone from the body, he's going to show them a miracle. Roll away this. Oh, don't do that. It's going to. Everybody get out your gas masks. It's going to stink. He stinketh, he said, they said. He said, roll away the stone. I'm reminded by another theologian who I heard talk about Lazarus. And he said that when Jesus called forth Lazarus by name, he called him forth by name because if he just said, come out of the grave, everybody would have showed up. So he was specific by just calling Lazarus. And here comes old Lazarus, wobble, 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 wobble out of the tomb. I mean, I don't think he ran. I mean, this dude wrapped up pretty tight, I'm sure. Had the spices on him. Take care of the stench. That's why he didn't stink it. Still had the deodorant left. Wobble, wobble, wobble. And he got out there. And what did Jesus say do? Unwrap him. Take off them death clothes. And Jesus had brought him back to life. Jesus can do the impossibilities. Are you praying for somebody to come back to the Lord? Are you praying for somebody to come to the Lord? Jesus is the Lord of impossibilities. He can make it happen. But there's a small problem. Us. Us. Well, Pastor, I'd bring him to church, but, you know, his clothes aren't just right. Pastor, I'd, I'd, I'd bring him to church, but, you know, he was at a bar last night. You know, Pastor, I'd, I'd, I'd go and talk to them, but their mouth is so foul. Who gave you the command to clean them up? He said, just lead them. All you have to do is plant the seed. And let the Holy Spirit take care of the rest. You see, we're in such a habit of making sure they're ready for church. They're ready to meet Jesus. Let's get them cleaned up. Let's, let's talk about their sins. Let's talk about their faults. Let's talk about all their problems first. And then we'll get them to Jesus. Because once they get this figured out, then Jesus can take care of them. And he can help them out. No. Jesus wants to help from the get-go. You see, we trust God with everything. Matter of fact, in Philippians 4, 7, it says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So what is he saying here? Trust God for everything. Think only of praise in Philippians 4, 8, where he says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are what? Just. Whatsoever... Whatsoever things that are just, whatsoever things that are pure, thank you, Karen. Whatsoever things that are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. You 
You know what that means? Simply praise the Lord. Because everything you want comes from Him. Everything you need comes from Him. There's nothing we can't do or can't do without Him. Church, we have to have Him. Praise is powerful. Praise demonstrates our faith. Praise opens the doors for witnessing. When you're at home, having maybe your devotional time, sing a song to the Lord. I'm not a great singer. And I'm sure the Lord's ears are bent a little sometimes when I start singing. He's like, ooh, I should have fixed his voice. God doesn't care about the voice. He says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And all my noise is joyful. Sometimes Virginia has to tell me to turn down my noise. Because my noise can get kind of loud. I can get kind of rambunctious. I can get kind of excited, if you will. Because I'm praising my Jesus. I'm giving him the glory that he so deserves every day of my life. If you don't have that kind of relationship with Jesus Christ, I want to invite you this morning to have that kind of relationship because that's the kind of relationship he's looking for. A joyful relationship. A happy relationship. I'm sorry if you're depressed, lonely, smashed down and squashed like a bug, but you can come out of that with joy and happiness and happiness. There it is. Happiness has happened. You see, church, a smile says a lot of things to a lot of people. If I begin to walk up with people all the time, they think, the first thing they would think is, I wonder what his problem is. But when you start going in the door with a smile on your face, they're going to say, Wow, he must have had a good time at church yesterday. Or he got up this morning, he had a good time with the Lord this morning. Even with the creaks, the aches, and the pains, I can still smile. Doesn't make him go away, doesn't care. (laughs) But we can smile. And we can say, thank you, Jesus, for being my Lord and my God. Thank you, Jesus, that I can praise you all the days of my life. No matter what my situation may turn out to be, Lord, I can worship you. I can praise you. Praise is powerful. It really is. It really is. And it truly demonstrates your faith because it's saying, I'm going to praise the Lord. If it's raining outside and my car gets totaled, I'm still going to praise the Lord. I'm still going to thank him because he has allowed me to worship him. I've recognized that faith. 
He's going to open the doors. He's going to open the windows. And he's going to pour out his blessings upon you. Because he knows what you have need of. He knows where you need to be lifted up. He knows all the ins and outs of your life. And he can do it all. But church, you got to let him do it. So what do you got to do this morning? Let's stand together. Let's stand together because this is what you got to do. The word of God says you got to step out in faith and you got to trust and you got to believe that he can do far more than you could ever ask or think. Father, this morning, I thank you for each one of these servants who are standing this morning. Because, Lord, I know that each one of them faced their own set of trials and tribulations here on this earth. I know that each one of them are going through some kind of suffering. Father, those that may be watching this morning, I know they may be going through some kind of suffering, but I know this. You are the God who hasn't forgotten. You know where they are. And Lord, by faith, I believe that through our praise and our worship and through our acknowledgement of you, Father, you can allow all things to take place. Because this morning we ask that you will do that, what needs to be done in our lives, in our families' lives, our friends' lives, our communities' lives. Lord, as we praise you today, may you be exalted from our lips. May you be exalted through the things that we do. Because we will not take our eyes off of you. And we will not lose hope in you. We will not lose faith in you. But everything that we do, we will do because we stepped out in faith, trusting and knowing that you, Lord Jesus, have it all taken care of. And we give you the praise for it in Jesus' name this morning. And all of God's children said, Amen. 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 Father, as we prepare to leave from here, I ask, Lord, again, be that lamp into our feet and that light into our path. Go before us today and direct us and guide us in every way. In Jesus' name, amen.